0: This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 208. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, He hired a trainer to help him jump higher, Pat Flynn. Now, as you know, I've been in the podcasting space for quite a long time now, and I've had a lot of success with the multiple shows and and episodes and even the courses I've created. Part of my success is due to how particular I've been in the tools that I use. And one of my favorite tools is Buzzsprout. For those of you who are not familiar with Buzzsprout, you need to be, because if you have a podcast or you're looking to start one, Buzzsprout is by far the easiest way to start podcasting, and they're making it even easier. This is a podcast host, and it allows you to get listed on all the top directories, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, et cetera. I use it myself. They've provided advanced stats for us now so that you can track your podcast downloads and understand exactly what things are happening with your show, which is really key, right? Just there's not a lot of data that uh, a lot of tools give us access to, and Buzzsprout is some of the best. They'll even help you build a website for your podcast so your audience can easily find you online and listen to all the episodes right from your site, too, even if you don't have a website. On the technical side, this is one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Through the host, Buzzsprout, you can automatically optimize your audio through their newest feature, Magic Mastering. you can actually get 33% more time on your plan, whichever plan you choose, just through this link alone. And that's smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. And that's a huge deal, 33% extra time on your plan just by going through that link. You can claim that again by going to smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. Check them out, they're awesome. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to session 208 of the Smart Passive Income podcast. Thank you for joining me today. That song I beatboxed in the beginning and mixed was actually a rendition, not... Too good, actually, but it was a rendition of Tupac's Changes featuring Talent, a old-school hip-hop song, which I love. The lyrics are amazing, but more than that, that represents why this episode exists and something that's big that's happening today, if all goes according to plan, because obviously I record these episodes in advance so I can get them to you on time, but today, April 6, 2016, is a big day in the history of the Smart Passive Income blog and podcast and brand overall, because we've made some massive changes to the website. We just redesigned the website, and that's what I wanna talk about today. Obviously, you can go to smartpassiveincome.com to check it out. If you've been a part of the brand, you'll notice some major changes right away, major changes, but if you haven't been a part of the brand, and this is the first time you're listening to the show, you can also go to the show notes for this episode. There'll be some links to some images of uh, not just the previous design, but all designs that happened before that. I mean, there's been, I would say, up to 10, Maybe eight to 10 different design iterations over the course of the eight years that I've had the Smart Passive Income blog. And it's, you know, for those of you who are just starting out, if you want to be very encouraged, um, you can go and go to the show notes, slash session two zero eight. Check out the history of the designs and go to those first few because they were absolutely terrible. I mean, so bad that there's like this black and white gray image of me with my hand kind of cupping my chin, trying to look cool. It's just really bad. And so it's gone over a large number of changes over time, a huge evolution. And that only happens once you get your voice out there, you put yourself out there and you get started and you're going to learn what works and what doesn't. And that's really my goal here with this episode today is to share with you what has worked with the previous design and what we kind of kept through into the new one, but what didn't work and how did I know that? And so that way, when you approach starting a website or redesigning the current one that you have, you'll have some experience from, from my end that you can use and pull from to hopefully help help you make the right decisions moving forward. So here, here's how today's episode is gonna break down. So first, I wanted to talk about what worked in the previous design, and again, if you wanna check out what that looked like, there are screenshots available at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 208. If you're a part of the brand, you might know what it kinda of looked like already, so that's okay. So I'm gonna talk about what worked in that design. Then I'm gonna talk about what didn't, and what was terrible, and how I knew all that stuff. So I'm also gonna go over some of the tools and resources I use to figure that out. Then I'm gonna share what were some of the major goals in this new redesign, and then talk a little bit about personalization and what that means. It's sort of the next wave of really cool things that you could do with your website, and I'm gonna talk about how we're incorporating that. Then I'm gonna talk about what's next, what's coming after this, because this is definitely sort of an MVP or minimum viable product or minimum viable website in terms of all the things I wanted incorporated they aren't yet incorporated because we wanted to get this out there and release into into the wild and, and see what people thought about it. So there's other things that are coming, but I'll talk about what those are near the end of the show. Then I'm gonna talk about you guys and what you can do and some of the lessons we can pull from this episode. So very happy to share this with you. Very, very excited to see what you all think about it. And I definitely wanted to up the level of website experience for you um, now that I'm actually making some big changes mentally. And that that's really where this all starts. You know, through a survey that I ran, thanks to Ryan Levesque and his book, Ask, I interviewed him, I think, in episode 178 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I can't remember exactly that number. We'll have the link in the show notes, of course. But I interviewed Ryan Levesque, and I did a survey on my blog that basically told me that what I was doing was not working, in terms of the website design, because I had asked some very specific questions about their experience, you know, the people who took the survey, their experience going through the website, what could be done to improve it, and there were a lot of people who were just not very satisfied with their experience on SPI. Now, that's not to say everything was broken. There were things that worked really, really well. One of the things that worked really well was my main purpose on my homepage. Every homepage should have a main purpose. What is that one thing that you would love every visitor who comes to your homepage to do. And for me, that number one goal was getting people to click on the Get Started Here button. There's a big green button. There was a green, a big green uh, button on the homepage that said Get Started Here. And that is something that we pulled into the new design. And that worked really, really well. About 25% of the people who visited the homepage clicked on that button. Now, a lot of people have other calls to actions. Sign up to my email list view my latest blog post. And of course I gave people those options, but the number one goal I had was to get people on that get started here page. Now this get started here page is really important. It's something that I incorporated into my site years ago that worked really well. And I always encourage people to do this. It may not necessarily be the number one call to action you have on your homepage, but it's definitely something you should have available. Because when you think about a blog, for example, it's just a huge compendium of articles that you've written over time that are in a chronological order. They aren't necessarily the way, you know, the, the order that the blog posts are in aren't necessarily the, the way people should go through them. Like if you could choose to have people go through your site in a specific way, reading the most important articles or the most popular ones first or the first steps for them, what would those articles be? What would would those pieces of content be? Well, that's what you share on your getting started page. The getting started page is a very call to action driven, here are your first steps. If you're just starting out and you're working on this journey to meet your goals, here, out of all the articles I've written, out of all the videos and all the podcast episodes, here on this getting started page is what you need right now to get started. Because when you think about it, a blog is very overwhelming especially to somebody who's brand new, and especially to somebody who's looking for information to help them move forward. And that was the big revelation with me with the getting started page that I incorporated years ago. So many people enjoyed having one place that has all the information they need to get started. So incorporate that into your website if you haven't yet done so already. But what was working on the website was not only the getting started page, but having the homepage move people to the getting started page. And that worked out really, really well. And of course, just that little click of hey, I'm here to help you click here to get started. That one little click becomes that first yes in a yes ladder that you're kind of creating here with your audience, this conversation that you're having. The more you can get your audience to say yes and saying yes isn't just actually saying yes or commenting yes, it's actually taking action like clicking on a button or subscribing to an email list. I found that people who come from the homepage and click on that getting started button are more likely to convert into my email list than somebody who goes directly to my getting started button or getting started page. Isn't that interesting? They are taking one more action, but because of that action, which is a very quick, small yes, like, yes, I actually wanna learn how I can get started, then they're more likely to actually continue saying yes with me down the road. So that small transaction leads to bigger and bigger and bigger transactions. So that's how you wanna think about how people experience your website. Where are they coming in? What are they saying yes to? And how are you continually adding to that conversation and providing more ways for people to say yes, all the way down to the point where it's an ask, for some sort of transaction that leads to, uh, to income for you. And that's, that's really what it is. And of course, throughout the whole process, you're serving your audience too at the same time. So that, that's one thing that worked really well. Another thing that worked really well was another kind of page on the site, and that is the resources page. Uh, time and time again, while writing blog posts or sharing podcast episodes, videos, I mentioned this resource page. And the resource page is a list of resources Items, books, products, courses, things that I've shared in other blog posts, other podcast episodes, other videos. I put them all into a nice page called the resources page, which is linked to in the navigation menu. But not only that, I mention it elsewhere all the time. And I drive traffic to that. And then over time, just as the blog posts kind of build as the archive of podcast episodes and videos build, there's more and more instances where this resource page gets referenced and becomes used. And by far, it's one of the top visited pages on the site, and the best part about it is because a lot of those links are actually affiliate links, I earn a commission. And because it's done in a passive way in terms of driving traffic through my other content, um, it's an amazing win for everybody. It's a win for me because obviously I get a commission from some of those things. Not everything on the resource page is an affiliate link. The stuff on the page is helpful. Sometimes those things include affiliate links. Sometimes they're not, but again, the main purpose serve your audience and you will be rewarded. It's a win for your audience because again, like I said, you're serving them, you're sharing them, you're sharing with them the top things that you found to help them on your, on their journey. And that's just one convenient place. And then finally, it's a win for you and your relationship with the products that you're recommending. So again, it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. So incorporate a resource page into your site. And that's one thing that worked really well. Now, before we did the switchover, we were doing some tests on the resource page, seeing and testing different formats of featured content. So if you go to the resource page, smartpassiveincome.com slash resources, uh, you'll see that at the top, there's... Sort of callouts for specific items that are the most popular, and I'll talk about how those things actually change depending on the actions you take on the website later in this podcast episode with some of the personalization options that we're putting into the website experience. But anyway, we we were testing a number of different ways to feature, you know, Bluehost or lead pages or ConvertKit and different formats and different, uh, you know, layouts and whatnot, and we found one that works best for this audience and for the website, and we incorporated that into the the new website. So that's another thing that worked, was the resource page featuring certain items that are gonna be most useful for people. So again, another way to actually include a, hey, getting started area within that resource page as well. And that's uh, something you should all include on your website. It's a resource page. Now let's get into the laundry list of things that didn't work. And by far the number one response when I had asked for feedback on my website, and I actually did that in a couple of ways. I did that through the survey, but I also did it on Skype. One thing I love to do is to reach out to my audience randomly. I'll select random people on my email list, and I try to do this this once a week. I speak to somebody on the other end and have a real conversation with somebody in my audience on Skype. Sometimes it's a phone call because they don't have Skype, but I love having these conversations because I can ask directly, hey, what's working for you, and also what's not? And then I often bring up the website because I'm always looking to find ways to improve the website experience, the user experience, the navigation through the website. And by far, after talking to about 30 or 40 people over the course of the last year, I found that the number one thing that people find that is terrible with the website is just getting access to older content, finding stuff that's relevant to them. Because, And when you think about this, when I explain it to you, it's gonna, be, it's gonna become very obvious. When you go to the homepage, for example, you're going to see two posts. One is a blog post and one is a podcast episode. And they are only the last two that happened, the last blog post episode and the last podcast episode. How is that helpful? I mean, it's good to, to show the latest stuff, but how is that actually helping somebody who has a specific need or specific questions or wants to know what works for them? And again, this is why the getting started pages is, is great because that kind of solved that problem a little bit. But on the homepage specifically, where there's a lot of opportunities to share some stuff, that's prime real estate. That's the, one of the most visited pages on your website typically. Uh, it just was doing a very poor job of leading people into places that are helpful for them, especially those who weren't just getting started and who wanted to look into the archives and find stuff. It was not a good a good experience at all. Now, a good solution to that is the search, of course, but A, the search wasn't very prominent, and B, even if you were to find the search bar for Smart Passive Income, it's not very good. It uses the standard WordPress search functions and it's just terrible like you put in some keywords and it doesn't show you what you thought you were looking for it shows you just other stuff based on certain keywords that are included in different posts that may not be necessarily related to what it is you're looking for exactly so search is something that needed to be improved wayfinding navigation through the website was something that absolutely needed to be improved another thing that was uh, terrible was kind of similar related to that is for example on the blog post page or the podcast page each of those showing sort of a list of the the latest episodes or latest blog posts that come that, that have been published they were not user friendly at all it would show for example if you go to the podcast page or if you went to the podcast page of course we fixed this in the in the in the new design but if you went to the podcast page it would show the latest 10 and then you would have to click load more and then it would show the next 10 and then it would You know, you it would be a hassle to get into to the deeper episodes, some of which are incredibly important for people in their journey, but just aren't accessible at all. Um, And of course, with over a thousand different pieces of content, putting all of that on one page is is also overwhelming, which is kind of what it was like before we went to that sort of load more function. So before that, it was even just, hey, let's show all the podcast episodes. And that was very, very overwhelming and also just took forever to load on the page. And it just was not a good experience. So that that was not good. So navigation, again, it was just terrible. And when you think of how much work and time and effort you put into some of these posts, to have them just be lost in the archive is, 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 is kind of sad. You know, how many hours of work have we spent that we're not even giving people nowadays access to? So I've been working on ways and the team and I have been brainstorming ways to actually share that and I'll go over what some of those changes were and what they look like later in this podcast episode. Now, another thing that didn't work very well was continuing that conversation after somebody absorbed some sort of piece of content, whether it's a blog post, a video, or podcast episode. So, for example, somebody reads a blog post and they get to the end of the post, you know, I do, you know, best practices, you provide a call to action, and I do that, but giving people access to other information that's related to that wasn't available, and it was just confusing on what, what the next steps were. You wanna always continue that conversation that you have with your audience. When they are on your website, you wanna lead them to wherever they need to go. And if you don't give them an easy way to do that um, and don't make it easy for them to take action, it's, it's, it's not gonna happen. And so you lose out on possible more pages, you lose out on providing more value and content to somebody, and you lose out on potentially social shares and, and, and number of pages per visit and all those things that matter now for SEO. So it's, it's, it's huge, you have to continue that conversation. So there are plugins available for WordPress, like yet another re- related post plugin, Y-A-R-P-P, which is a plugin. So that's something that works, but you'll see on the new redesign on smartpassiveincome.com how, how we address that. And I think it was done in a very smart way, and I'll talk about that in, in just a second. Now let's keep going. So another thing that didn't work was that there were pages on the site that I wanted to create that weren't even created, that are very important to my business. For example, there was no speaking page. There was no page about some of the philanthropic work that I've been doing with Pencils of Promise and other things. And those are things that are really important to me. And I wanted to share those things, yet there were no pages available. There was no way for people to see what keynote speeches I could potentially offer and have people hire me. I mean, they'd have to assume that I do speaking and then go to my contact page, which not everybody does. And so a speaking page was really important for me to incorporate into the new redesign. One thing that I also wanted to do was share how I've been able to help others and how the community bands together to to help in ways that you know we can't even imagine sometimes. So my Pencils of Promise work, building schools around the world, and also the stuff that I do in more local areas with helping people with entrepreneurship at homeless shelters and whatnot. I wanted to share all that because I think it's inspiring. And it's not just a way for me to say, hey, look at all the cool stuff I do. That's not what it's about. It's about, hey, look what happens when you put yourself out there you serve others, you become successful, here's what you need to do. You need to help pay it forward and serve others too and do it in ways that you know. hopefully I can inspire you to, to, to do. And so I wanted to share that and that, that wasn't available too. So that was very disappointing for me personally because I don't think a lot of people knew that that was a big goal of mine to incorporate into this website at some point and it just never happened. So I used this new redesign as an opportunity to include those parts. That said, uh, during this first wave or first phase, Uh, the speaking page is definitely available. I'm very proud of what the speaking page looks like. And the philanthropic page is still being worked on. So that's sort of a a phase 1.5 or phase two, which will come in the next few months. So we're still putting all that together. I'm also doing more work with Pencils of Promise 2 that I I wanna incorporate on that page too. So that, that was another thing that I was kind of let down with and that was more of a personal thing. And now finally, the last thing I wanna talk about, there's a lot more, but this is a big one. And that is featuring the most important products that I create to my audience. It just never happened. And when Will It Fly came out, I mean, it was obviously featured in blog posts and podcast episodes and whatnot, but you might not even even know this book exists if you were to brand new come to my website for the first time. You wouldn't know that. I'd have to tell you in an email, which I would, but, to, have, to, to not even have that available for people on, on the homepage and throughout the website is is, is bad. Uh, you know, you, you've spent time and money and effort on something that you know can serve others, this product that you have, this book that you created, and, and to not share it with people, to not have people come across it in their journey on your website is, is bad. It's bad practice. And so there, there's definitely a book page on the website featuring Will It Fly and Let Go, we're also creating a template that we'll be able to use for other books in the future, as well as products and courses and whatnot. This is very much representative, Just this, not just this page in particular, sharing Will It Fly, which is my new book, but the entire experience here on the website. It's very much a reflection of my new mindset shift that I've gone over over the past year or two, which is from sort of scrappy entrepreneur piecing things together in a Frankenstein sort of way, which worked. And I encourage everybody to do that in the beginning. You know, you're bootstrapping, you're putting pieces together, you're testing things. And it doesn't always fit nicely, but it fits sometimes and it just works because again, the number one priority is serving your audience, putting content out there, serving your audience, building trust, building authority, and then giving them opportunities to pay you back through products, courses, affiliate marketing, et cetera. But I'm shifting from that mindset to now CEO of the company, and not CEO in a way where I'm just, you know, wearing a suit and tie and I'm above everybody else. No, not like that. But CEO in terms of how I approach the business and the, the monetization and actually having products that are my own and creating a more consistent experience through the SPI brand. Because when you think about it, think about it. Affiliate marketing is great. You know, it's a it's a huge opportunity for people. There are episodes that I've done about affiliate marketing specifically. I encourage everybody to do it. It's a win for everybody, like I mentioned earlier. And it's a great way to generate an income sooner because you don't have to spend the time to create the products. There are products out there that, that exist that can serve your audience that you should be sharing with your, with, your, with your tribe. But tomorrow, somebody could sever those affiliate relationships on the other end because I don't have control. Those aren't my products. Bluehost, for example, could just turn around one day and I would have no control. They would just say, hey, Pat, uh, we're getting rid of our affiliate program or we sold our company and we're gonna be working with another company who doesn't wanna uh, pay as much or whatever. There's so many unknowns when it comes to affiliate marketing that if it's the only way you're generating an income, and it's not the only way, but it is a majority at, at this point in time, uh, I'm making that shift though. But if that's the majority, then, then you're at risk. And my, part of my job as a, the CEO of this company, Flynn Industries LLC, which Smart Passive Income is a part of, also, you know, husband and father, like I need to have security and security comes with building your own stuff and controlling that experience that your customers have through your brand. And that's very much where I'm headed right now. And will it fly was definitely the start of that. Hey, this is my own book. This this is a way for you to learn how I teach. And if you enjoy it, let's continue this conversation on the website and courses and whatnot. But the website, I needed it to reflect this mindset as well. So that's a major reason why this was done and I invested a a good number of dollars into this redesign because it's definitely something that I feel is worth it because this is a long-term game for me. This is a long-term conversation that I'm having with my audience. And if I, at any point, fail in that conversation and have people either leave the site and never come back or just don't provide an easy way to get people give people access to the content that they need that's on it, then I'm not doing my job and I'm not being a good CEO of the company. So that's where all this is coming from. Now, I wanted to share in this moment of the podcast some tools that are helpful for you that I've used to help you with understanding more about what's going on on your website and how you could fix it. So the first thing is... Skype. I mentioned this earlier. I had actual conversations with people in my audience. I love to do this every week. It's been the number one thing that I've implemented in my strategy here to figure out what's going on so that I don't have to guess anymore. But more than that, when you hear it from the voice of your own audience, and you could do this no matter how big or small you are, which is the beauty of this. You reach out, people are surprised that you reach out and you want to talk to them, but that's great. That's a great sign. And they become often raving fans of what you do because they can tell that you care. But when you reach out, you have these discussions, you discover some amazing things about your brand and your business that you would have never thought of before. But because it's coming from the voice of your people, your tribe, it sticks. And you hear that voice over and over and over again. And hopefully you would actually record it so you actually could listen to it over and over again. But even if you didn't, because it's coming from somebody else who you're trying to serve, when they tell you that something's broken or that something could be improved, you're going to remember that. And it's much more... Valuable, I would, I would say in that sense than just numbers in a survey. Now, numbers are very revealing, obviously, and surveys are something that I use as well, like I mentioned earlier. Surveymonkey.com is the tool that I used, and I ask specific questions about the challenges that my audience was, ha- ha- was having. I broke down the audience into different buckets. I was able to do that by asking questions like, how long have you had your business for, or do you even have a business yet? So I could dis- discover who's not even uh, up online yet and I could serve them different questions and then serve them later on different resources and articles and whatnot, and then breaking down the income levels that people had. I've talked about this in episodes in the past. Here are some other tools that may be helpful to you. Some of these might not be relevant or ones that you want to use, but I would recommend at least researching these. And of course, the links are available, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 208. So the first one that I've used in the past is called ClickTale. Click Tale. Click T-A-L-E, tail, like a story. And the that's really what this does, it, is it tells you the story that your audience has on your website by actually recording what people are doing. You can actually sort of, in an, in an anonymous way, uh, you, you don't get to see exactly who these users are, but you can see them going through your website, actually scrolling, clicking on things. You can actually see what that experience is like. And in, in a similar way in having a conversation with somebody, that you remember that, and you can you can see if people miss things that should be obvious. And, and that's that's uh, extremely helpful so clicktail dot e.com so go ahead and check that out you can act i, I believe they have free trials or you can you know record four or five instances of people going through your website before you have to pay I don't know the model may have changed uh, uh, recently since I used it but again check it out clicktail.com Google analytics I mean you want to know the numbers and what's happening on your website on certain pages where are people clicking through and there's uh, you know, you can actually get sort of a heat map where you can see on specific pages in your Google Analytics what people are clicking on, the percentages of people who are on a specific page. That's how I know that the getting started page is actually working out really well. And that tells me that I should incorporate that into, into the new website. So use the analytics that you have in Google Analytics or whatever uh, tool that you have to keep track of numbers and use that to your advantage for sure. Another thing that will help you is a tool called Crazy Egg. Crazy Egg, this will give you some heat maps, give you an idea of what buttons people are clicking on using things like confetti graphs or heat maps, You know, showing red for some of the parts that are really hot that people use all the time and blue for stuff that's cold. And that actually helped me a lot because there's a lot of links on the site, the, the old design, that nobody was clicking on. And if nobody clicks on those links, it shouldn't be there, really. And um, that was very obvious to me when I saw those numbers and actually the, the heat maps using Crazy Egg. Now here's one additional tool that I recommend that you use and that is peak, that's P-E-E-K.usertesting.com. Peak.usertesting.com. This is an amazing website, a little scary at first but it, and, and intimidating when, when I tell you, you'll understand why. You put in your website and you can get a few free ones but you can also pay to get more. What it is is real human beings on the other end will go to your website, they record this and they actually record their voice talking about what their experience is like. So you actually hear from the voice of people who are on your website for the first time what it's like going through it, what, what they think about it, and that's some of the most amazing feedback you're gonna get, but also some of the scariest. But oftentimes what we need to hear isn't what we want to hear, but you need to hear these things so that you can make the necessary changes. So again, that website is peak.usertesting.com. Again, that's peak, P-E-E-K, usertesting. Dot com, An amazing website, I've shared this before, a number of people in the SPI audience has told me that this has been one of the most helpful exercises. And again, it doesn't take very long, it's just gonna take some guts, which hopefully as an entrepreneur, you have. Okay, so in this segment, I wanna share with you what some of these changes were. So when you go to the website, smartpassiveincome.com, you'll see and notice what these changes are. I had contemplated not sharing these with you and just having you go to the website to find these yourself, but. I wanna share these with you because I wanna show you and tell you why these things are the way they are because everything you do, everything you design, it should have a reason for it. You know, you should have a reason for why things are the way they are. Now, when you're just starting out, you don't always have the option of doing that with every little element and I would recommend getting on a theme that works for you, that represents your personality and the content and the way you wanna share it and there are a number of different themes out there, different frameworks like studio press and thesis, which are both great, that can help you with that but find a theme that works for you if you're just starting out. Don't worry about getting all customization on everything. But hopefully this episode will help you understand some of the reasons why certain things are the way they are, and you can incorporate that into different themes that you find. You can find themes that actually match that and and, and uh, reflect that for you. But also, as you grow your business, as you get to undergo these different changes as you learn more about your voice and your audience and how they respond to things. And as you come out with new products and books and courses, you'll be able to make changes and have this in your back pocket so that you can listen to it again later and incorporate some stuff into your new design later on. So just wanted to share that with you. Now, I am gonna share some of these changes and I want you to go there and see them and notice them. And again, this is why they are there. So the first thing that you're gonna notice is on the homepage. It's very much structured, at least when you first visit it, in a similar way to the previous redesign, which is big picture of me because I know I'm the brand here. Uh, even though the website is smartpassiveincome.com, it's it's very much me who's a part of the brand and having this conversation with people who come to the website. But more than that, it has the same big headers that quickly show people what the site is all about. Let's see what works. and That, that, is, that has become an amazing theme throughout the, brand of SPI over the last couple of years. In the previous redesign that was incorporated at the very top, let's see what works. And the reason that was a great tagline is because it makes us all seem like we're doing this together, which we are. You know, I'm the crash test dummy of online business. I do this, I do these experiments, and I lead by example, and then I share the results, whether they're good or bad with you, so you can learn and actually do it better than me if I had failed or follow my lead if I had won. And so that's really what this is all about. We're, we're in this together. I'm not at a higher level than you. We are in this together. I'm just somebody who maybe has taken more action sooner, but I'm here to help you through my example. And that's, that's what this whole let's, the, the let's word is really important. So it's like we're in this together and you'll, you'll see that throughout the website now. So if you actually scroll down from the beginning, and I'm doing my best to share this with you for those of you who are listening, you'll see some more quote let's opportunities. And there's one big change, bigger than any other, that you'll immediately notice on the website and that is you'll be is it'll be much easier for you to find content that's relevant to you depending on where you're at in your journey with building an online business whether you're just getting started, you're trying to build stuff, you're, you're in, in the more advanced area and looking for other things uh, to help you grow your brand. That's all gonna be much easier to find because like I said earlier, the homepage was just the latest blog post and the latest podcast episode. But now there's actually a slider that you can interact with to share with me what you're doing and where you're at. And based on where you kind of drag the slider, you're gonna see new content pop up that's gonna be, relevant to you and it's gonna be much more than just two posts. And so to share with you how it incorporates this thing that we're doing together, when you go to this filter and you'll actually see this filter when you go to the blog page too, it actually, you know, starts to funnel the stuff that you need right in front of you. So the first one is let's start something new and these are tools and, and other resources and podcasts, blog posts to help you find your big business idea. Then it's let's create stuff that works. So instead of the starting stuff, which is a lot of mindset and a lot of just how to approach things. this is like the, okay, these are the how-tos. So creating your products, creating your websites, how to do certain things. Then it's let's launch your thing. Let's launch your thing. So let's, okay, you've built this thing. Let's launch it. Let's get it in front of as many people as possible. This is like the marketing stuff, right? Then it's let's focus on growth, so these are, this is what's gonna help you nurture and grow your business and ha- how to actually take it from where you're at to the next level. Then it's, let's optimize your work. So, okay, you've done all this stuff. Let's figure out what's working and incorporate more of that. And this is how the blog posts and the podcast episodes and the videos now for SPI TV are being tagged and categorized based on these journeys. How do I know what these journey elements are? You know, where people are at in their business? I know that from the survey because the survey told me that these are the different, stages that people have in their business. These are these are the different buckets that that are that are in my audience. And now I'm able to serve people with the right content depending on where they're at in their bucket or what bucket they're in uh, and where they're at in their journey. So that's very important. Another thing that's new that references something that was very much broken before like I said is the search function. The search function now is what I I would assume one of the coolest things on the website now, because it will help you find what you need. And it's much more than just a search bar and press enter and you get results. If you click on the magnifying glass at the top, which is at the very top, again, I want people to find what they need, so that's why this is very prominent now. It wasn't before, but it is now. So if you click on this search function, it actually changes the entire screen and becomes a very Google-like experience in terms of, okay, now let's type in your thing, and as you're typing in, you're actually getting results for the things that you're actually looking for. So that's important. Plus, there are other elements of the search, some quick links that are most important that uh, I know are are things that people want to see. So the income reports, the book club, and courses, success stories, and things like that, that can easily be found while you're searching too. But similar to the approach with the blog filters and the homepage filters, you're gonna see a number of posts that relate to what it is that you're looking for. So this is actually phase one. Phase two, which kind of gets into what's coming next, but I'm happy to share this with you now because it's relevant to search. Phase two is going to be linking up the search function on the website to a tool or or a service out there called Algoria, which will allow me to incorporate a lot more advanced search capabilities on Smart Passive Income. And like I said, this isn't something that you want to start out with, but over time as you're growing, I mean, I have, like I said, a 1,000 different pieces of content, and I want people to find what they need. So Algoria has an API that you can attach to your website, and what that does is allows for just better search, uh, better results for the searches, but also real time. So similar to how in Google, when you start typing, you already see some results, you're gonna see results as you're typing. So you'll be able to find what you need quicker, but also you might find stuff and discover stuff that you didn't even know existed. So that's really important. But more than that, Algoria keeps track of the searches, how would you like it on your website to understand what it is people are looking for and have data behind that? This is huge. So I can see now what people are looking for most and I can actually address that. I can address that by just in a blog post, podcast episode, video, per- perhaps a product if it's if it's something that, that would make sense for that. Or I could actually have the search results be a specific result for those specific searches. So if I see that, for example, a lot of people are looking up how to start a podcast and they don't see a quick way to get to it on my website, I can make sure that the results post or the results for that particular search share my podcast tutorial and it's right up at the top. So you can do some really cool things like that with search. And I, I think search is definitely an underutilized thing on WordPress websites and you know it's very minimal with what it can do which is why phase two is to connect with this other service that would allow me to better serve you through better searches and actually share the stuff that matters to you and me, the stuff that I know works, and also keep track of who's searching for what, or, or not exactly who, but what is being searched for most. So that's pretty cool. Another thing that has changed is the reading experience on the website. The reading experience, I'm very much borrowing that from Medium, in terms of medium.com medium.com is an amazing website. I recommend you all start writing on it for exposure. And especially if you're just starting out, if you just want to practice writing and getting on a platform and building perhaps an audience from there, medium.com is great. And I love medium for a number of different reasons. I love medium because when you're reading, you're just reading, there's no other distractions and you'll notice a similar experience when you're reading through the content on SPI. So blog posts specifically, you'll see a very big header at the top and the title, and what the post is about and then you'll get right into it and then everything else sort of disappears as you're reading through it because I want you to focus on the content and the links that are in the content. And then as you get to the end, you're gonna see some other related things, you're gonna see some stuff pop up in the sidebar and other calls to actions and of course the comments and whatnot. Now one little thing that you might not notice right away is that as you're reading, you're gonna see this little bar at the top start to increase, and it goes from the left side of, to the right, and when you get to the bottom, it then turns green, and what that does is it helps you navigate through the post and shows you how far along you are in your reading, so that's cool because as you start to read, it's gonna you're gonna want to finish that. You're gonna wanna progress all the way to the end, and it's sort of just a small, even subconscious way to make people read all the way through, so that's really cool, and, and I incorporated that into the website, and then another thing is the way that people can access what's next. So as you scroll down, when you get past the sort of giant header for that particular post, you'll notice there's something sticky at the top and that shows you what you're reading, shows you what you're currently reading just to make sure you remember what it is. And then that's where underneath that, that little progress bar is, is put. But on the right hand side, it shows you the next post or what's next. And so that that's key because a lot of people like to go through chronologically and that's a quick and easy way to do it. Now, if you're on a podcast episode, This is really cool and this is something that we incorporated into the smart podcast player and that is a sticky smart podcast player, which means when you listen to a podcast episode. So if you're listening to this right now, you can actually test this out. Go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 208. You'll notice the header and a a nice giant image for this particular episode. And when you scroll down, when you get past a certain point, the, the smart podcast player is right there at the top and it stays with you all the way through as you're continuing to read the notes or comment or whatever, you can still listen, you can still have access to the speed capabilities and the sharing of it and whatnot, and it just, again, is an amazing experience as you're listening through. Beyond that, for podcasts specifically, this is really cool, on the right-hand side, in the sidebar, it shows you who the guest is, their Twitter handle or some other social media link, a website, it also shares with you what you're going to learn in this episode and all the links and the resources are separated out for you. there on the right-hand side of the page. That's the most used thing. You know, the thing that people click on the most is the items and the resources and the links mentioned in these episodes and I have them conveniently for, for you there. So you see the show notes and the introduction to the episode on the on the left-hand side and then all those resources and links on the right-hand side too. Plus, I love the fact that we're just giving a little call out to who the guest is for the show and their their link there because it's just much easier and it just, you know, people wanna visit the sites of the people who are on the show. That's a quick and easy way to do it. I also recommend you check out the brand new speaker page, which I'm very proud of. There's gonna be a video there too that will show you a little speaker reel uh, with highlights that, that I've done on stage before, but just the page in general is very much structured in the way that I want it to. So if you're ever gonna do a speaking page, you're more than welcome to take the format of that and at least the elements of it and, and have it on your own page too because what it does is it shows you why I do what I do in terms of you know speakers, but also share some testimonials from people too on why they should work with me or whoever's on that page why you should work with me and want to hire me it also shares the different kinds of topics that i have that i can speak about and also i'm very excited about this the upcoming events that i'll be speaking at so it's going to share just sort of a calendar of my upcoming events so that you can see where else i'm going to be at you can actually click through to get access to those events if you'd like and uh, if relevant or if i have that information what time i'm speaking to so that's key that that's absolutely key and of course the a button to, to hire me if you wish and to contact me so we can work out a deal. So I'm very very proud of that speaker page. Um, the income report page is actually a big change too because the income report page again picking out the ones that are most important. The income report page is by far the number one visited kind of post, and so if, because of that, it's undergone some major changes. A lot of it on the back end, and it's going to be done in two phases. The first phase was a lot of back end work where I can now using an, a spreadsheet. I can now enter my income numbers there on a, a Google spreadsheet or or some sort of spreadsheet. And what happens is the website calls that information and then puts it out on the website in a specific way. And because it's on a spreadsheet, we have the capability to deliver that those numbers in ways that I couldn't have done it before. So for those of you who have been a part of the brand and, and know how I do those income reports, you'll remember that they were done in, with just bullet points. So bullet point with the item and how much money I made, a bullet point with the item again and how much money I made, and, and that. So income, expenses, and all those sorts of things. Now that I'm entering these numbers in an Excel file of some kind or a spreadsheet, we're able to call out these numbers, but share a lot more things. So we can put them into graphs. We can have a lot more data behind specific items. We can show percentage growth much easier. And it's gonna be a lot easier for me to administrate that, but it's also gonna be a lot easier to share some really cool numbers that are really important to understand how things are growing or not growing. And that gives us some opportunity for the creative side too. So you're gonna see on any page, at the top, my latest income and a little animated thing that shows you and draws attention to that. But the second phase is also gonna show a really nice bar graph that, that really shows you the growth and the the trajectory. And um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and finally, I would recommend that you just poke around. Look for stuff. There there are some Easter eggs. One hint that I have for you uh, is that I love Back to the Future. So keep that in mind as you go through the site and try different things. You know, Test things out. If you find anything, uh, share it with the audience. You know, See if you can be the first one to find some of these Easter eggs that exist. And uh, I'm just happy to do that. I, I I love that. That was very much a result of some of the cool things that, that I did with rocketcode.io. That's the team that helped put the website together. So big shout out to, to the entire team there. Jonathan, Steve, and, and, and everybody else um, just were super creative and, and super genius and very clean with the work that they put together too makes Smart Passive Income what it is now. So check it out, smartpassiveincome.com. Again, that uh, company that I worked with is rocketcode.io. They did some amazing work and we have a lot more things planned. So he, here's what's coming next. You know, I talked a little bit about phase two in terms of my philanthropic page and then also the income report page and the search function and how that's gonna change. Here's one thing that that's big and this is personalization and that means through some of the elements that we're gonna be using and combining that with the courses and also email list signups and what it is that you download, what it is that you click on and that sort of thing. I'm gonna be able to better keep track of where you're at and what you're doing. And through that, be able to better serve you with different content. And I've been starting this already. For the the past six months, I've been doing that with my email list, helping uh, you by helping me discover where you're at in the journey and serving you different emails related to that, well, that's gonna be incorporated into the website too. So you're only gonna see posts that are hopefully relevant to you or at least make it easier for you to find stuff that's relevant to you. And as you progress through the website, as you continue to use it, as you get into some of the courses that are coming out in the future, you're gonna see stuff that, uh, that only you need to see um, and or the stuff that you don't need to see is, is gonna be blocked out. And that's through a tool called Optimizely. A lot of people know Optimizely.com for their A-B split testing. And we're also gonna be split testing a lot of stuff from the start too because this is just the beginning and there are gonna be things that work and there are gonna be things that don't work as well as we thought they were. And the only way to know that is through split testing and also keeping track using some of these tools like Crazy Egg and Google Analytics. Well, has also started this thing called personalization where you can, through cookies and whatnot, discover what people click on and serve them different things based on that. And so, for example, if I know that somebody is just starting out because they're either on that part of the email list or they've downloaded stuff for beginners only, then I could serve them different resources on the resource page that are only relevant to them. They don't need to see all the advanced stuff that's gonna scare them away that they don't even need access to yet. I can show them what they need to get started. And as they progress, I can then share them, share with them the stuff that's gonna help them move to the next level. On the flip side, if, if I know that you have a business and you're at a certain level based on certain actions that you've taken or downloads that you've done or articles that you've read, uh, for example, then I can not serve you Bluehost hosting and you know that you don't need to see that anymore. You're, you're way past that part. So that's gonna be incorporated into the new website on a small level in the beginning, but over time, definitely a lot more. And so I'm excited about that. Again, that tool is called optimizely.com. That's a lot more advanced. And again, when you're just starting out, you don't need to do that stuff, but that is there and available for you. And then uh, I would recommend just knowing that it's there so that when you get to that point, you can then know what your next steps should be. So go through the website. There's a lot of stuff to go through. I'm not gonna reveal everything here, but I, I very much wanna hear what your feedback is. And I think it's gonna be an experience on a website that you would have never experienced before, at least on a personal brand like this one and one in the online entrepreneurship space. You know, I'm here to, I mean, I'm always trying to raise the bar. I'm always trying to do things differently. And a lot of this is experimental. The, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but it's it's very much based on a lot of your feedback and a lot of the team who's uh, come together and put our heads together to create something amazing for you. And again, with the purpose of just serving you better. And I think because that is the main purpose, and hopefully you could see that here, that I know that, that it should work. Um, because that that's always really what works is just how can you better serve your audience, not just with content, but the way that content is provided on your website. Now, I do encourage you to go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 208 so you can see the history of what all the other blog themes that I used in the past look like because uh, for those of you, especially those of you just starting out, it's gonna be very encouraging. Um, please don't laugh. That's the first thing I wanna say. Uh, but secondly, just go to the website, see what that experience is like and hopefully that encourages you to sh- and, and shows you that, you know, this, this has been an eight-year journey for me uh, to get to this point. And Will It Fly just came out, this new website design just came out Courses are coming out uh, soon. It's taken a while to get here. Eight years. And so don't think that you need to have it this way from the start. And likely you're way ahead of where I was when I started. I'm just somebody who's now a little bit more ahead who you can pull examples from and, and, and hopefully use and incorporate in your own business some of these things that I've learned over time. So in terms of website redesigns and stuff like that, don't feel like that because you don't have the things that I have that you're behind. You're just not yet there in your journey. And I would worry more than anything, not about what your site looks like, but how it serves your audience and if it's doing that. That's, that's again, the number one reason why the website looks the way it does now. It's, it's, it's there to serve the audience based on how I know the audience wants to be served. And when you're just starting out, you don't necessarily know that. But if you're conscious about these things, if you're using these tools, like I mentioned earlier, you can better make decisions down the road when you come up with new redesigns. Now, the other part of that is I wouldn't get too quote redesign happy i guess you could say where you just get obsessed with how your website looks because i know from my own experience and working with a lot of other entrepreneurs that it's kind of fun to work on your website and change things right because it's it's visual you could see it but it also is a time suck it can it can ruin you so d- don't don't let it get to a point where you're just frustrated with the way your site looks and because it's not perfect cuz it's definitely I mean, even my site, the way it is now, it's it's not perfect. And we're trying to figure out how to perfect it, but you're never gonna know until you give it some time and you also you get feedback and keep track. So th- I just wanted to share that with you. I don't want this to discourage anybody. I hope it inspires and motivates people to continue moving forward. Um, but also more than that, I just wanna thank you all for your feedback and not just on this on this design, but designs in the past. You've been incredibly helpful in helping uh, myself and the team understand what we could do to better serve you, and this is a reflection of or an answer to all those um, all those comments and feedback that you had. So, hopefully, it's one that you feel is better in terms of serving you. And uh, over time, we're going to continue to listen and test and uh, experiment and see what happens and see what we could do to even to serve you even better down the road. So, I want to thank you guys so much for your time and your attention and and just for being excited about this new era of SPI. So. I'm excited, I know you're excited too, so check out the website one more time, smartpassiveincome.com. I hope you've been enjoying the free podcast content here. I'm really excited because it's one of my favorite things to do, and I know a lot of you have already taken action from the content that you've listened to on the podcast. And if that's you, congratulations, just keep going, please, it's one of my favorite things to see. But I also know a lot of you, and a lot of you have been telling me that you've been wanting more. You've been wanting additional information, some accountability, some hand-holding along the way. And so depending on what it is that you're looking for, what I would recommend is actually go to smartpassiveincome.com slash courses, you'll see the courses that I'm offering there that are paid courses, but they're there to help walk you through certain processes, depending on what problem you have or what issue or what thing you're trying to solve. Go there, check it out, you can see if there's a course available for you and where you're at in your business right now, whether you're just getting started and and you just wanna make sure you have all the right things in place before you actually devote a lot of time and effort into something, there's a course for you there. For those of you looking to get started with a podcast, there's stuff for you there, and there's gonna be more courses there in the future, and how do I come up with those ideas for the courses? They come directly from you. So thank you for all telling me how I can help you better. And if you have ideas for more courses that I can create for you, just hit me up on Twitter at Pat Flynn. Let me know or uh, use my contact page on smartpassiveincome.com. But again, check out and see what's available. Smartpassiveincome.com courses. That will be continually added to over time. So check it out. Thanks so much. Thank you to you for all of you who have listened and want to check out the website and also head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session208. You can leave your comment there. You can get all the links and resources to the, to those tools that I mentioned earlier. And yeah, love you guys. Just thank you so much. And I look forward to serving you next week. We have a great interview with uh, a man named Noah who really, really made some cool stuff happen in the, in the world of art uh, and online business. So you'll wanna check it out. And until then, keep pushing forward. Keep moving that needle. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.